Ladies and gentlemen, this is our final boarding. Hey guys, so you ready to ride Flight of Passage today? What are you looking at? What is that thing? Is that a Furby? <laughs> the Bebo. Bebo from what, man? Bebo. The last dinosaur. Bebo. The last dinosaur. He's our friend and a whole lot more. No? Welcome to the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Episode 9 on Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DizHis65. We want to hear from you. Let us know how we are doing and what we could do better. We want to hear your memories. Please share them with us on social media. If you enjoy the podcast, please support us by subscribing to our podcast and writing us a review. Check out our Patreon page and join the Goof Troop. You can also support us there and earn some cool rewards. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and search for Diz His, D-I-Z-H-I-Z. Some of the tier rewards include an outlet where we share Disney tips, videos, and pictures on Discord. It is a place to ask questions about Disney, and we will answer the questions. If you are planning a Disney trip, it is a must. So how are you guys doing this week? Doing good. Doing good. So, Adam... Yes, Jim. Alex. Mm-hmm. Today we are going to give the his on the flight of passage at Animal Kingdom on a scale of one to ten. Adam, I would score a nine. Um, if it had the multiple experience, kind of like uh, Star Tours did, then it would definitely be a ten for me. Oh yeah, that's kind of good. You know, like on Star Tours, how you yeah. have the multiple experience. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, but that way you have like a reason to keep coming back. But you already yeah. gave it a nine. Like it's such a high number already. It is. Yeah, it is a high number. Yeah. But it can be that perfect ten. Okay. Uh, I would score it a six. What? What? I've only been on it once. That's malarkey. Okay, I've only been on it once. And when I did go on it, it was like an hour and a half, two hour wait. So that factors in. I have a funny, I just think that, because I went on it with you and it was yes. a lot longer wait than one and a half, two hour wait. It was? Yeah, so. My mind is forgot part of that time and then. when we were on that ride uh-huh. i'm gonna leave this part for the memories okay i'm gonna rate it a 9.5 i don't i don't want to give it a perfect 10 because i mean i want to have a little bit of that room this to be like the most most perfect ride ever you know this this rise of the resistance rides coming out and i have a funny mm-hmm. feeling that's gonna be a perfect 10 how many times have you been on the ride joe uh seven six times right. same as me i six times we did it and um when we had the uh, annual pass holder experience. Yep. And then we wrote it one more time after. Yeah. I wrote it a bunch of times that day when I had the annual pass holder preview. I guess we were on the ride when they were supposed to kick us out. So we got to stay for two of the time slots. Oh yeah. Yeah. We did the same thing too. Yeah. We, we, we actually weren't even kicked out. We just, yeah, they weren't kicking anyone out. Yeah, you can stay there if you're, if left. you were in there. Yeah. Like you just stayed on the ride itself. You never disembarked from the actual seating area. No, never left the, uh, uh, Pandora. Pandora. Yep. So okay. yeah, we did that uh six times, and then I think we jumped over on the uh Navi, the River what, Journey. River yep. Journey. Uh, oh, I think either. yeah, I think we did that four or five times. That's a quick ride too. But it is a great ride. It's an immersive experience. And um this recently I got to ride it over at the Moonlight Magic, and there's like no wait, but we'll mm-hmm. talk more about that later. It's that time. The sky people have sent us a message. Let's get to the his 
on the flight of passage. In Avatar Flight of Passage, the experience really begins once you step into the waiting queue. This is a fully immersive line that really makes you feel that you are traveling through ancient Pandorian caves heading into the ACE, Alpha Centauri Expedition's base. The Avatar program has been reactivated through the Pandora Conservation Initiative in order to conduct research on the Ekron known by humans as the Banshee. The humans and Na'vi are attempting to restore the Banshee population after the mining tactics of RDA, Resources Development Administration, killed off many generations prior. So it's kind of like what we do. You know, we uh, take over lands of animals and take their habitats away. And now, you know, uh, I know like uh, Animal Kingdom is, there's one of the animals, I guess, like it's only in captivity that the animal's alive. Mm-hmm. But out in the wild, they don't have any. You know what animal that is? No, I forget. I should have gotten notes. Good but, research. <laughs> yeah, but like rhinos, you know, everyone believes mm-hmm. that the rhinos have, you know, magic in their horn, so they kill those. Uh, the, there's several different types of tigers, and I saw even uh, cheetah over in uh, Russia, mm-hmm. um, like just has been hunted out of, you know, population. There's a Russian cheetah? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. It actually, when you go to the uh, WWF page, mm-hmm. not the wrestling page, but right. the, the real one, it even says most people wouldn't think they would be over here. Yeah. I wouldn't think that. Is it yellow like the cheetah yeah. in Africa? Yeah, it is. Is it? Um... And then we have such hatred for Russia. There was two pictures. They had two pic- uh or sorry, there was a picture with two guys with rifles. I'm like, oh, they're the ones killing it. And then when you read the subcaption, it said that they were there protecting the cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> is it from the southeast where the step is? I don't know. Oh. What step? Talking about, <laughs> what like... step? The part between China and Russia, it's called the step. It's where the Mongolians are. And it's called the step over there. Like the Great Wall of China? It might be just the fact that under other names, it was like the Chinese leopard or something like that. Mm. Ace has set up their lab in a former RDA facility where guests will be linked in an avatar and flying a banshee across the valley of Moara. This allows the writer to experience the Navi tribal coming of age tradition. What kind of tribal of age tradition did you have growing up? Did you have any? No, I didn't. I wasn't Jewish, so I didn't have my bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah, me either. I actually had to do a tribal coming of age tradition. I I had to actually ride a banshee. You had to ride a banshee? Yeah. Wow. But actually, it was just a bicycle. It was a bicycle? I call it the banshee. As long as your parents didn't put like a, uh, just a little piece of cloth hanging in front. No. Did your ponytail connect to it? I actually did have, they didn't call it a ponytail. They called it a rat tail. (laughs) And yes, they connected it to it. Your journey begins under the floating rocks as you travel up the pathway surrounded by Pandora's fauna and Navi tribal decorations. Once to the top, you enter into an ancient cave that has paintings throughout your journey deeper down the pathway. The scenery changes when you come upon an airlock door built into the caves leading outside. Walking through this queue is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the Star Wars queue... The cues are just as good as this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they are. Go- I, when I was walking through it, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking to myself that there's no way that they're going to be able to outdo themselves on this ride. But I guess we're going to find out soon. Yeah. Some people get to go in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're going to be <laughs> able to go. 
But I mean, if you when you're walking through the queue, it's just so massive in there, mm-hmm. right? So there's like so much to see. I mean, how is this? How are the Star Wars queues going to be able to kind of mimic that? You understand it's what I'm got to. Say? It's got to stay at the same level because it's new, just like this is. But it has a bigger audience, though. So I think they have to push even more. The Star Wars does yeah, have yeah. a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, because that line is super long inside there, but there is so much to look at. Yep. And it uh, is actually, um, so when I went for the opening, I asked him, I, mm-hmm. I asked the guy that was working, I'm like, how long, you know, of a wait can this handle? And he said they predicted it would be about a four and a half to five hour wait time if they extended the gates how they needed to be. That's not all inside because sometimes they go down. Right. No. Outside. Uh, yeah. Com- the whole thing, the whole yeah. waiting queue. And when we waited, we, we were down by the Festival of the Lion King. By the bridge. We were, we were outside by the, the bridge, bridge by the Festival of Lion King. Yeah. That's how far down we were. Yeah, it was super long. How long did you guys wait? We'll talk about it later in our memories. <laughs> it's a pretty funny story, though. What started as a bright, inviting cave system is now a dark forest that has taken its toll on the metal signs and former RDA building built by humans. Once through the forest, you enter into a mountain banshee research facility where you can see the testing equipment used in the scientist's research to bring the Banshee population back up. Water pollution test, wind turbulence generator, and full-size avatar inside a hydro chamber can be found in the facility. So once again, these are the things that make the waiting line, you know, seem less, like less time's mm-hmm. going by. Yeah, because you can look around at a lot of stuff. There's like that that avatar in the uh, chamber. That's really interesting to look at for a while. Yeah. Yep, it is. When we went to the Moonlight Magic and we were walking through the queue, it really takes you a while just to walk through the queue. Mm-hmm. So even though the queue was like 30 minutes, it was like 30 minutes to get from mm-hmm. the, the very beginning of the entrance to the actual ride. Most of it was us walking through the queue. Mm-hmm. That's a good eight minutes probably. Oh, yeah. That you could spend yeah. walking unless you're fast walking. But yeah, just walking at a normal pace. And you don't want to go ahead and walk. I mean, eight minutes to walk through and you're you kind of want to stop for a second and you want to kind of look at some of the things that are going on. Cause there's like cave art in there. Mm-hmm. There's all there's like different plants, you know, it kind of reminds me of ET a little bit when you're walking through the ET ride over at Universal studios where it's like, you know, you're outside in like a forest almost. It kind of gives me that feel a little bit too. Oh, we're bringing universal back up again. We are going to bring universal back up. <laughs> but the eight minutes. Yeah. That's if you're looking around and seeing everything. Cause there's a lot to see, especially when you get inside the research facility. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we want to take a second to thank our sponsors, Ohana Adventures Travel and Jolly Holiday Creations. Ohana Adventures Travels do a great job planning Disney trips, and their love for Disney shows through how they plan. They are a Disney family, and right now they are booking trips for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which is probably my favorite Disney special event. Check out Ohana Adventures Travel on Facebook and Instagram, and let them know that Diz His sent you their way. Jolly Holiday Creations is a specialty crafting studio. With the holidays just right around the corner, Customize your gifts for your loved ones with custom-made embroidery and vinyl gifts. Put that Disney touch on those gifts. Thank you for supporting the Diz His. Once through the testing facility, you will depart to one of the four large theaters. As you wait outside the door, you will be directed to stand on a numbered marked spot and be directed by Dr. Stevens, played by David Danipour. Dr. Stevens will go over why you are there and how the Avatar Link system works. You move around to scan your microparasites and again to match up to the avatar. Once matched up, you move to another room where Dr. Stevens appears again and plays you a video of Dr. Ogden, played by Allison Blankard, from the Pandora Conservation Initiative. 
So originally, I thought Doctor Ogden was played by Sigourney Weaver. Right. Yeah, because they they look pretty close. Yeah, pretty I think I thought so too. And this is kind of a fun part of the ride. Mm-hmm. Going through there and kind of moving your hands because at, origi- at first I thought when you were sitting there and you had your number and he's telling you to kind of get your micro parasites off of you, I thought it was just like. I didn't think that was your image up on the screen. I thought it was just like a pre, you know, recorded mm-hmm. image that was up there. But it's actually your image. Mm-hmm. You weren't even on the right once, right, Alex? Yeah, but I know what you're, I remember what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's using like the Xbox uh, Connect technology, that type of thing. Yeah. Just, you know, scan everyone. And yeah, it seems to be, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been on it like six or seven. Oh, I've been on it seven times. And it, it changes the length. I've been on there where they didn't do the microparasites. Oh. So this, I mean, it's all a waiting, you know, it's a waiting line for the waiting line. Mm-hmm. So it's just a way to make you wait longer, but give you something to do. And if it, if you don't need to really wait that long, then it cuts it short or whatever. Yeah, yeah okay. it's done that. And then one, uh, we, I think one time we scanned for microparasites twice. Yep. It, but we didn't, that happened to us. Yeah. So did they, like they give you a reason? No, no, just kind of like a loop. Oh, I think it has to do something with, you know, like how long it takes people to load the rides and how and how long it takes for people to unload also. Some people probably go a lot quicker. Some people. Oh, know, yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if they played into like, oh, we had a malfunction with the sensors and we have to do it again. No, a ghost didn't mess with the ride or you know, it wasn't one of those messages. <laughs> <laughs> a spook has interrupted. She once again explains that you will be riding on the back of a banshee and explains the process of linking up with the avatar. A video then shows how to use the headwear and how to sit on the chair that you will be on during the ride. The first time, this can be like a memory, but I'm just going to talk about right now. The first time we went on this ride, someone kept on trying to get up during the ride. He kept on trying to get up. It and it hurt them. And the guy was like, the guy who's like sitting there, he's like, sir, sit back down, sit back down. Like, because he was talking, like you can kind of see what's going on in the ride. He has like a little screen you, you, before you enter the ride itself. There's like a little room and there's a little, a little screen in there. You can kind of see everyone that's riding the ride. And the guy kept on like stopping. I mean, he kept on saying, he kept on trying to get up and the guy's like, sir, please sit down. I don't know why he was trying to get up in the middle of the ride, which is, you. it's pretty much impossible because your legs are like locked in there. And you had mm-hmm. the back support too. Yeah, but he kept on trying to get up. Hmm. I'm not sure why. And, but it held us up a little bit. Work on the flight of passage began in 2012 with the collaboration of Walt Disney Imagineering, James Cameron's co-founded company, LEI, and Weta Digital. Models and texture assets and animation cycles for background characters were used from the original film to speed up the ride's film's process. The ride's footage itself is unique to the ride. James Horner and Simon Franklin, both known for Avatar and Titanic, were in charge of the music department for the ride's film. The official opening of the ride was May 27th, 2017. I can't believe that was two years ago. Yeah, it's surprising it's been over two years already. Yeah. And yet still the longest line ever. Well, hopefully that's going to, it won't be as long. Cause I'm, as soon as Star Wars, when that ride, when that, when the land opens, I'm going to head right over the Animal Kingdom. I'm a right avatar. Yeah, but Mine Train is still just as long too. Mm-hmm. And look how long that's been open. It's not nearly as long when it first started, when it first opened. No, but they've like tiered off and now there's still easily 70, 80 minutes every, you know, that's the minimum every day. I would mm-hmm. wait. That's not that bad for Avatar. I would I would wait an hour for Avatar. What is it at right now? Usually, which you, one? Avatar. Like Avatar. How long? It's easily usually? a couple hours. That's usually two yep. hours on average. Oh, yeah, one hundred and twenty minutes. Yeah, it's, I, I, I I think it's even more sometimes. I, no, I that's what I usually say. That is like one twenty. 
Wow. I saw it when we went to Moonlight Magic before it actually closed down to DVC members. It was over 200 minute wait. Oh, still. Yeah, I've never seen. And I don't if, see that. Huh? And if you really think about it, if it's a 60 minute wait and you're walking through the queue of that ride, mm-hmm. it's really only like 40 minutes probably. I mean. You're still waiting. Like the, that time's still there. I know, but you're moving. You know, it doesn't feel as long if as if you were like standing still most of that time. Right. Right. If it was just a serpentine waiting yeah. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that ride, I would wait an hour for, no problem. So I'm hoping if, because everyone's going to go ahead and go to Star Wars land. So when that opens, I'm thinking everyone's going to go to Hollywood Studios. Animal Kingdom hopefully is not as busy. And, this, and, and you know, Disney's doing a pretty good thing here because they're going to have, Epcot's going to open some new rides here. Well, probably next year, right? They have the Gardens of the Galaxy, Gardens of the, Galaxy the Ratatouille ride. So hopefully we keep people mm-hmm, there. The, the Mickey the epic adventure, the one oh, that took over the that's theater. That's going to be Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah. Wrong place. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but they're going to have some really good rides at all the different parks, and hopefully that's going to kind of equal out. I ride. can't wait for Tron. Oh, Tron, Tron's going to be pretty good. I just, I was riding the Goofy ride, Barnstormer, and you can see it built, mm-hmm. the Tron ride. Uh, you can get a nice view while you're taking on the, um, oh, I just went blank. What's the little tram that goes around Walt Disney World the Tomorrowland. Oh, the TT the People Mover? Yeah, the People Mover. Yeah. Yeah, you can get a nice view of it. Yep. I can't wait for them to open up the the race cars. The t- um what's the name of that ride? The Tomorrowland Speedway. It's closed right now. No, it's not. No, it's not. It was closed when I went there last. Did they opened it back up? Yeah, it was working when I was there. Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. When I sent you that video, the fast forward of the People Mover? That was up? Yeah. It was not working when I was there. Oh. I thought that was being closed. Dang. What? It was originally going to be closed. That, that the Speedway? Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. I heard they're going to go ahead and shut it down and um, update it to like newer cars. So I would, it's not gas. Yeah, I would question because of the gas thing, but then they also had Monster Jam inside the uh, really? Amway they're, Arena. They're going to update it? They wouldn't just get rid of it? No, I love that ride. You love that ride? Yeah, I do love that ride. Maybe when I was six, I loved that ride. Yeah, well, guess what? Nick is still six, and he loves that ride. <laughs> I play a game where I try to get around the entire track without bumping into that middle thing. Oh, trying to steer it well? Steer it well, yeah, without hitting. This is, this is going to be a bad memory of Disney. This is like one of the only bad memories I have of Disney is that one time. Because, you know, when you go on that ride, the steering's not the best, right? It, it kind of, it's very... You have to to wobble it back and forth. But I kind of, you know, whatever. I like that part of the ride because I I just like that part. Well, the car that I got in was not working at all. So, like, I went and wasn't even, like, I had no control of it at all. And I called the guy over (laughs) and he's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, I haven't. I can't. I have no steering on this. How old are you? This happened, like, maybe, like, a couple years ago. (laughs) I was like, I was with Nick, you know. I was like, there's no steering on this. And he's like. He made a face at me and just walked away. He's like, uh, kind of like, I guess a lot of people probably complain that the steering's not the best. And the steering's not the best, but I know that, right? Mm-hmm. He walked away. I went around that whole track with no steering. No steering. You so couldn't was, even <laughs> put it towards like one direction. I it had no steering at all. So it was like, boom, boom. I, I mean, I was right at the beginning. I was like, he could have just go ahead and gave me a new car. I was like, right, right. at the beginning. That'd be and the whole time, painful. it was like, boom, exactly. Boom, 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 all the way around. And I was like, as soon as I got off of it, you know, they kind of checked it out and then they took it off the track. They got like a special oh tool. And they took it off the track. I'm like, but you made me go all the way around this track with this thing, getting whiplash all the way around. I was kind of upset. 
<laughs> did it scarred and like did Nick say he didn't want to go on it again? No, he still likes to ride, but still. Yeah, they do need to update it though. It's it's bad. Well, I think is this it smells bad. It smells like gas. I mean, the fact that you have at least three inches of play in that steering wheel <laughs> is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy thought I was complaining because of that three, in- like the three inches of play or whatever, but it was like not working at all. <laughs> he was like, oh, another guy complaining about this. I was like. That's when you should have said, be like, no, I've been on this thing multiple times. I know it has play, but it literally won't move the wheels. He kind of walked away. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I'll just go around the stupid thing. Like, where do you work? Universal? <laughs> the four large theaters each hold 48 guests each in each theater there is a 70 foot wide by 100 foot tall projection screen the seats are in the form of a video game motorcycle seat leg restraints and a back restraint keeps you snugly on the ride as you lean forward and grip the handlebars kind of like the snuggly duckling what's that you know what the snuggly duckling is no i don't really you know what it is yeah off a of tangled, this uh-huh. ugly duckling. That's the name of the bar. I've seen the movie one. I and now I know. I know. Once? Yeah, only it's a good movie. Oh, that is it a really is a good movie. Yeah. A headset with 3D glasses mounted allow you to not have to worry about the glasses falling off as your seat moves with the film. Once the ride starts, expanding pads on your inner leg replicate a banshee breathing to make your experience more immersive. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that definitely adds. Uh, it adds to the ride. It does add to the ride. Yeah, it's it's. I think that's one of the best features of the ride for sure. One of the best. That's you think it's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, I can say it. It's, how definitely, much, it's definitely one of the best. How much testing do they have to do on those? Like just from people pressing up against that, and for it to keep reflexing like it does. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you go to IKEA, see the door being opened over and over. Yeah. So whatever is inside making it move, it's like how much stress do they put on it? You know, to say, hey, this is good enough for the ride. It's a good question. That is a good question. Let me answer that because I have all the knowledge right here. That's the reason why we're sitting here and we're not <laughs> the Imagineers. Yeah, yeah. You have the power of your phone in your hand. So you, you could look it up. Maybe someone did. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> did you look it up at him? No. Oh. I thought that was somebody was you. No. No. Not me. <laughs> but yeah, that, 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 um, that seat and the ability to lean in. Makes that ride pretty awesome. You definitely can get lost in the screen. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, when you're when you're dropping, you know, on the screen, mm-hmm. do you think you're dropping at all? At all? Maybe like five feet, ten feet? No, it's just tilting you. It's the visual perception and then your seat tilting down. You're moving. I think you're moving a little bit, right? Like you're moving. Yeah, you but the platform right. itself? Yeah. The, no, the seat. The platform's stationary. What's giving you that feeling in your stomach? The fact that what you're sitting on is, what is tilting seeing? and you're seeing the visual yeah. at the same time. It's your, I thought maybe you were dropping just a little bit. It's your body giving you that sensation because you think you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's playing with your mind. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're on star tours and it, you know, tilts upwards that you're not really shooting off in the space, but your body feels like it's feeling those G's. Hold on one second. Yeah, it's crazy. You're not really going into space on star tours. <laughs> <laughs> no you're not yeah they haven't figured that one out yet you just ruined that ride for me yeah it does that you're right because you do feel like you're lean you're you're being pushed back into your seat and it's in star tours yeah. yeah i don't really feel that much in star tours really no i mean i feel a little you bit don't but feel not as much? much as avatar avatar yeah. you feel like a lot it doesn't get you in the feels i thought you were like the guy who feels everything no not that <laughs> <laughs> 
The Navi language was created for the movie consisting around 1,000 words. Avatars have eyebrows and five fingers, while the Navi don't have eyebrows and only four fingers. Forgot to put your phone on silent while filming? James Cannon had a nail gun that he would use to nail your phone to the wall. Whoa. <laughs> That's messed up, James Cameron. To prepare for the movie role, Cameron took the cast on a multi-day hike in Hawaii, building campfires and eating codfish. Cameron, he's kind of an intense director. Quick fire, quick facts go. Cameron admitted in an interview that he got the idea of Avatar after watching Disney's 1999 Pocahontas. Ferngully. See, I always thought he got the idea after watching... Uh, hey, hey, let's not do this. This quick fire, quick fire, <laughs> quick facts. The spiral-shaped creatures. That's joking. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought he would get the... After uh, the movie um, Dancing with Wolves. It's like Dancing with Wolves. The girl-shaped creatures. Jake. Spiral. What? What are you even at? <laughs> what are you even reading right now? The girl-shaped creatures. <laughs> what are you reading? He's still thinking about those wounds. Go ahead, Adam. The spiral-shaped creatures Jake sees when he first tries out his avatar are modeled after Christmas tree worms, a marine invertebrate. What? There's worms in Christmas trees? Yeah. You got to get the good ones, though. Gross. <laughs> the four-and-a-half-minute video with state-of-the-art simulation, high-definition screens, and smells to bring you further into the world of Pandora. two hidden Mickeys in the waiting line in the form of bioluminescent fauna. One is near the attention message painted on the wall, and another one is further along in the queue. On the ride, when your banshee takes a breather in the cave, look around for a classic Mickey. Hey, do you know there's a little monkey jumping around at that part when your banshee's in the cave? There's a monkey jumping around? It's like some kind of monkey creature that's on the... I've seen it at the very end of the ride. Well, maybe it's at the end of the ride. Yeah, at the very end of the ride, he like looks up at you and then goes about his business. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I saw that, I was like, that was not in the original movie. Really? That's probably going to be in part two then. I don't remember ever seeing it. It's going to be in part two. You're only making another one. Oh, or wait, is that one of the things when you're going in the river journey that's jumping on the... Uh... Oh, I thought that was like frogs. Are they? I don't know. They're making like two or three more. Yeah, when are they going to start it, man? It's like Game of Thrones or something. It's never going to end. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to see the end of these movies. I'm probably going to be dead. Yeah, but the time space, that's what needs to be fixed. The what? The time space between the movies. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen about that? So, well, I'm saying like right now, how long has it been since the last movie? It's probably going to be a totally new story if I had to take a guess. Right? Don't know. Yeah, they can't do the same story twice. Yeah, the, yeah the, that's definitely true. They're not going to do the same story. They've already did it. Time for some memories. Memories. So, Joe, you said you have a memory earlier. I do have a memory. I have a couple of memories. I have one where it's you and I, and we're mm -hmm. waiting for to get on the um, flight of passage at Animal Kingdom. And it took about four hours. And about a middle halfway through the ride, I realized it was a terrible idea because we didn't have any snacks, and I was yeah. really hungry. Mm -hmm. And we realized that if you would open up a snack shop right there, oh yeah, you would make bank. Yeah, do you know they do that at the Navi River Journey? There's like a snack shop over there. In the line? Yep, halfway through it. Really? Yep, and you, you can buy drinks and stuff like that. Not, but if they were smarten up, they do it over at um, Flight of Passage, too. Mm -hmm. You know and who's really good at doing that? Who? I hate to bring it up. Universal during Halloween Horror Nights. Well, they do what? Halfway they, through the lines, they'll have like beer stands. Oh, yeah, that's really good. They should really do that because they make a whole bunch of money because I was hungry and I would have bought anything. Remember what I was doing? I was trying to talk real loud and I was like, 
hey, look, I have this uh, CC's coupon here. If, yeah. anyone, if anyone will want to trade some food. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that was... <laughs> how many people took you up on that CC's Nobody. <laughs> but like right after, some person ate like a freaking cupcake right in front of me. Oh, my God. Remember? Yeah, behind us. The two people behind us yeah, pulled man. a backpack open full of food. They didn't offer you anything? And oh, like we looked at him, we like were like looking at our lips and... We really wanted some. Food, we were looking. At, we probably were looking at our lips. Yeah, but remember, the, remember my um my arm my band. Yeah. I lost that Yoda. It was Yoda, wasn't it? Yeah, I lost it and it took forever to find it. You did find it. Yeah, we found it. The last time I was there, I was trying to look for it. Why? Because what happens if I was still there? We found it together. I totally forgot. Yeah, mm. I think some people helped us because maybe the nothing age. else to do. Can't remember anything, huh? But you know, I'm a. I remember I was sitting there trying to. I was like, can you imagine? Because you know, like in Europe. They have those pickpocketers. They're mm-hmm. really good. What happens if I was able to pickpocket like a snack out of someone's backpack? I was thinking about it. Yeah, but you were around enough people. Hopefully someone would have said something. Why? Why? Because they see you going through someone else's backpack. Well, not if I would have pickpocketed, you wouldn't be able to tell. I bump into them. Oops. Grab like a little, you know, cupcake. No? You would have had to know they had the cupcake in there. I was hungry. Uh, so now I know whenever I know I'm going to wait that long and ride. I'm definitely bringing snacks. Can you not go four hours without eating? It was right. So you get there. What time you get there? Nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. I don't know you what time you right got there. It's like main time lunch. That's like lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Four hours into it. You get into lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. I was hungry, but we rode that ride and mm-hmm. you were on that ride and you said you gave it a six. Yeah. When Alex was on that ride, he was like, oh, this is awesome. When he was on the ride. <laughs> so I guess that's a six but, for you. Being awesome. I haven't been on it since. So thinking back to the ride, there's other rides I like better. So I'm going to give it a six right now. Once I go on again, maybe I'll give it higher. So what would you have given it if it was a 10? Like what would you have said? Like, I'm, oh, this is awesome. That's I'm, a six. I'm what, never going to give a ride 10. What would you have done if it was really that good? Well, that's unfair. Let's say eight or nine. No, it's not. No, there's a. There there's can't a, be a perfect oh, ride. There's you a, don't know. No, there can't be a perfect. A perfect <laughs> ride pays me to go on it. That's a perfect ride. What if that comes out? I'm going to tell you right <laughs> You're now. You're a tester. Rise of the Resistance is going to be really close to a 10. So I'll probably give it a nine because I haven't got any runs in nine. You guys are high scores. I'm, I'm, my base is five and it goes up from Yeah, there. but for me, it hit everything like the visual aspect. You, I mean, then the adding the smells like really, oh, man, that helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It brings you more in. The uh, graphics are, you know, stand, you know, up standard. Like, I think the Soren, I don't know, it's kind of gone down. Uh, maybe the screen, mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't look as good as it did originally. And it's probably because there's so many, there's, there's better technology out there now. We're just now, used to, yeah. And we're probably used to it. Because I, I I still love Soren, but I mean, Avatar is like Soren on crack pretty much. Right. When you look at the comparison in the graphics. Oh my but, gosh. So yeah, I mean, and then Avatar, I mean, the visual, and then it has a nice story to it. You know, you're taking the Banshee out, then you get attacked by the other one. I forget what it's called. The red one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what the name of it is. I but, bet you. Uh, there, is it, oh, what's it called? The Ukra? Or, I forget what it's called. I bet you if I go on it like a handful more times, it'll probably go up. And, and, but from remembering it versus other rides, right now it's a six. And then when the waves splash up and eat a little yep. mist of water. That one part when you're flying down and there's a bunch of like rhinoceroses or something like mm-hmm. that. And they kind of like bump into each things, other. Yeah. Oh, that's that when you smell so the, awesome. That's when you smell the dirt. dirt. Yeah, but that part's so awesome, man. You're yeah. like right there and you feel like they're See, right in front we, of you. we had that synchronized. You're, we both said dirt of the, we knew. You, you guys are giving me more memories about the ride and it's almost putting up to a seven, but I'm just saying I need to ride a few more times to give it a really good well, score. hopefully we'll be able to ride it some so, more this year. He hates Epcot. Pandora's a six. I mean, oh, why, are you why do you, yeah, why do you have passes? 
Why don't you just go to like I like everything else. I like roller coasters. You can just go to, you know, the carnival. I mean, you have platinum. Like, I'm going to grow my beard out and dye it red and I can just be you because you don't need to go back. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll just have a just put a bandit on your finger. They won't have to sense your finger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey. Sandpaper. But I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling like the new rides at Star Wars Land are going to be even above Avatar, like the Flight of Passage. You've said that like three times. I hope so. I know. I'm going to say it again because that's going to be good. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, do you have any memories? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, when we went on it for the six times in a couple hours, mm-hmm. three of the times, Cheyenne was locked in her chair. Was what? Yeah, it wouldn't release. So what you have to do? We had to wait and call someone over. What? So the oh, wow. leg in the back, yeah, they stayed where they were for the entire run. They what? Like they stayed, you know, um, yeah. compressed to where it was when you were actually on the ride. That's pretty, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure it frightened her a little bit well that was like the it was like the testing time anyway right uh, they should have tested before then but why is it that only hers that what is there eight seats mm-hmm. six seats in the little cabins mm-hmm. why is it three of the times it was just hers that's that, good bad luck yeah that's really bad luck no, that's kind of crazy yeah because even though we were in a different bay she did not want you know she was I remember the first one she was like the furthest to the left mm-hmm. so the next time she was like well I don't want that one because of the number one bad luck seat and then you know maybe it was the way she was sitting in it the yeah, sensor it was like a sen- maybe it was like a yeah, sensor maybe it well, was her I'm fault. I'm not saying it was her fault but maybe like a sensor the way that she was sitting I don't know like that's kind of it's that's like it's crazy having three times that's for sure yeah yeah so it had to be something that I don't know but I, I mean know. as we know rides do start off and. Maybe not work. Hagrid. Oh, that was bad. They, I don't even think they tested that before they, they re- kind of opened it. Because people are waiting out there for like hours in the rain and everything. And then they'll be like, oh, we're, it's cool. Uh, so going back to you waiting for four hours, like, was that the first week? For a time, but, oh, no. That was mm-hmm. way down the line. And yeah. we were waiting by the Festival of the Lion King. We were on that bridge way past there. It was crazy. So how long was it open? The ride when we went there? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing open in May. We were probably going there around Christmas time. So probably like December, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe a little earlier. Wow. Yeah. But it, um, and Joe was like, this is the best ride ever. I'm like, how long away? He's like, could be, it could be three hours. I was like, really want to wait three hours for a ride. He's like, dude, it's, it's worth it. So that's part of it. The part of it was his build up to it. Yeah. And the fact that it didn't, it didn't, it was good. And it was a great ride, but it didn't reach the level where he was like, it's totally worth waiting four hours. See, the last time me and Melissa did was for Harry Potter. And uh, we were by uh, the Wolverine, um, like the X-Men area. That's where the line started. And it was about a six to eight hour wait. Mm-hmm. So we get into the park. How long for the, so in the six to eight hours, how long was the wait on the ride? Do you think? The actual wait. We yeah, the wait, actual ride. The actual wait we went through. No, no, no. If we waited six to eight hours, oh. how long was the wait for the ride? Two hours. 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah. We waited all that time just to get into the park, mm-hmm. and everyone else went to go get wands. Oh, uh, gosh, yeah. They were all in line for Yeah, because at that one point, they were, you had to wait to get into the park. Yeah, yeah we went to, into the, to the land, to the yeah, Harry Potter land. because we went the second day it was open. Uh-huh. So that's why I thought you guys went you know, sooner since you said four hours. No. Nope. Pretty far off. Yeah, we waited for a really long time. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't four. Maybe it was like three hours, but it was a long time. That's it the longest long time I've ever waited for a ride. I think I, when when you first went to um, Harry Potter Land, we waited like two hours to get into the Harry Potter Land. There was like this. They were giving us tickets to 
know, between like three and four, you can go in. So we waited like two hours just to go into the land. And then we waited about an hour and a half, I think, on the actual to on the queue to get onto the ride. And that ride's really awesome, too. See, for Star Wars, I think we're going to wait until it gets to the two and under. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't wait that long. Fast pass. Yeah, but to get the fast pass, you're going to have to book a hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. Because always? Well, that was the same way with um the, what we're doing right now, Flight of Passage. Hey, I'll, oh. go, I'll, go, I'll go there with you and wait. Yeah, he'll wait four hours, all right? <laughs> no, I don't think I physically He'll bring can. snacks, too. Oh, yes, I'm going to bring lots of snacks, man. <laughs> I have a bad back, and that might, that might kill it. So what did you do in the world of Disney? Slash news. So what did you guys do this week in the world of Disney? You know, uh, Alex did some cool stuff, but Adam, what did you do? I uh, went over to Disney Springs and saw The Lion King. Oh, how was that? It was good. Um, the movement of the mouse is a little, I don't know, because with the cartoon, they can show like uh, big animations with the faces, mm-hmm. you know, they can show expression where this live animals are trying to keep it more realistic. So the expressions didn't really come out on their faces. You had to hear it through the voices. Mm-hmm. Like emotion and stuff like yeah. that. Yep, that's what yeah. I heard. Yep. Excitement and sad. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, that, other than that was good. Yeah, it was really good. It was amazing. Um, they also had a nice little joke uh, about Beauty and the Beast that was in the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, Pomon and Tumba. Timon and Pumba. Pumba. So finally, we got to see Toy Story Four. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was it was really good. You haven't seen it yet, right? Did you I haven't seen get it? Get your tickets ahead of time. We got our tickets ahead of time, and what? we saw it, and it was good. It was oh, a good movie. It only took us what three times to telling them to do it. But yeah. I still think number one is my favorite. This one, I think Toy Story Two is my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Toy Story Four, and then Toy Story Three. But now, do you agree with me that it would be hard to go from four and then watching the first one if you were a kid? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like playing an Xbox and then wanting to play the original Nintendo. Because, I mean... I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you can go 360. 360. You get what I, yeah, <laughs> I understand what you're saying because it is, it is a big difference. And especially, we were kind of talking about it earlier this week, especially in the environment. that Not so much the toys and the characters, you know, like main characters, but it's like what's going on around them. Like the carnival, the scene, the, car- the carnival rides, you know, the rain. The Even when they're going through the antique place, just like you could oh. tell it was dusty. That it was, was an old place. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they nailed that, man. That's It's really good. And I'm kind of really looking forward to some of the new stuff that they have coming out, the Pixar movies. Kind of like Onward. Have you On- seen that one? I saw the trailer for Onward. You know, that's another thing we also talked about this week. You know, there's so many remakes going on out there, you know, with that are out, you know, for, for the second Frozen's coming out. What, what else are they remaking? The mm-hmm. uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see something that's new. Mulan. Mulan. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice to see something that's new that they're going to try to take a chance on. That could be, because I want, even though these movies that they're remaking are great, I want the next big movie. What's it going to be? Where's the next Beauty and the Beast? Where's the next Little, Little Mermaid? That, you know, 10 years down the road, we're going to be saying, Oh, you know, this is like a classic. When's the next classic coming out? Yeah, but Frozen wasn't that long ago in that. Moana was even closer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moana's. Uh, I love Moana. But yeah, definitely with Onward, I think they're taking a big step. I mean, just the cast, do Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but when when they take chances like this and the movie's a bomb, you got to respect that it's a bomb and that they took a chance. And um, I'm just excited to see this movie overall. I'm excited to see 
what's it about. I'm excited to see. Hopefully this is the next Disney classic movie. This is the next Toy Story, which is going to be hard. Like, Toy Story is an iconic franchise, right? It's a big series. What's going to be the next Toy Story? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Frozen. Toy Story, I think, has a lot better story than Frozen, you know, but I want to see what the next series, the next big fran- Disney franchise is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do. Toy Story is iconic. I'm not a huge fan of Frozen. I mean, I understand why it's popular. I understand why people like it, but it's not like one of my favorite. I like Moana better than Frozen. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they put, they're putting a lot of things into for They're putting like, I mean, they have over at Epcot, they have the Frozen ride, mm-hmm. right? But is it more, are they putting more into it because it is a girl empowerment movie? Well, it's also really power. power it's really popular as a girl empowerment movie. Right. I mean, so, little girls love Frozen. Yeah, they do. And I think little kids love Frozen overall. I think that. I, mean, I like Frozen a lot. With, uh, with Bo Peep. You know, she was a bigger, you know, she had a more dominant role in Toy Story. So are they pushing the Frozen because they know it attracted so many little girls? Not that it was, you know, better than Toy Story. But just because it's that type of movie. Maybe. I mean, that could be it. But because I'm, like the storyline of Onward, I mean, look, um, just the two main cast members, you know, Spider-Man and uh, Chris Pratt. Um, Chris Pratt yeah. Star-Lord. Star-Lord. I mean, you yeah. know, got them going. Uh-huh. So and they haven't revealed like what the movie no. really is about. Mm-mm. Just on Sean Little. Cause have you seen mm-hmm. the trailer for that? Yeah, yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. I enjoy the uh, unicorns in the trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part was funny. Mm hmm. Something we see, you know, we always think of as like these magical creatures and they're like, you know, thinking they're raccoons. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we went to Disney yesterday. We took my two year old daughter to Disney and, uh, we, we took her like, I want to say we took her last October almost. So she was about a year and a half, maybe a year, you know, and, uh, taking her at two is way different. She's much more into it. And it was really awesome taking her. Yeah. And I saw the videos like yeah. because you guys are sending me videos all day. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you just said right there was exactly what I thought. And you can kind of understand how it is going to a place like this and seeing it through your kid's eyes. Because yeah. she was like in, she was really into it. You can uh-huh. see in her whole face that she loved every second of what she was doing. It was yeah. really cool to see. But I'm sorry to interrupt. You can keep on going. Yeah. yeah. So we saw, we we got there and they're like, we're like what should we do first? And then we asked someone is there gonna be a show soon like 11 30 and it's 11 we're like oh well we're gonna sit here and wait for the show get good front row seats for the show it really paid off because she loved it a lot and when uh when elsa uh came on she like started freaking out because she loves frozen right now (laughs) she was like screaming screaming. oh my god it was so loud her (laughs) scream i recommend looking at the video because it was hilarious the way she screamed she have a voice the next day yeah yeah she's still good uh and we saw characters, saw Mickey and Minnie, and she loved that. And we did, but we mainly went there because she's tall enough to ride Barnstormer. So this is going to be her first roller coaster ever she went on. Mm-hmm. And we went on, we would go on Barnstormer. And I'm in the front, and my wife is with her behind me, and I'm recording it. We happen to get the front of Barnstormer. Before you got on, did you say, be prepared? Your uncle cannot ride this ride. I went on that no. ride. I've been on that ride. He's been on it once or twice. Oh. I know, like four times or something. Mm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Now. So, but, uh, so we, so I'm filming them and she's like, you know, she's like sitting there like, okay. And as soon as it takes off, you see her face go like to a f- face of like, this is so fast. And she spreads her arms out and tries to catch herself. <laughs> and she's trying to grab thing, those ride to make sure she doesn't fall. And my wife's holding her and saying, it's okay. And she's like, has this face of like, this is way too fast. 
that kind of face. Mm-hmm. So I'm recording it and I'm like, in the recording, I say, I don't think she likes it. And we keep going, we get done. And you sounded so disappointed in that too. You're like, I don't oh. think she likes it. Like yeah, you're so disappointed. Well, I was kind of disappointed, but we get off and I go, did you like it? And she goes, yeah. And I go, really? She goes, yeah. And she holds up her one finger and said, one more time. And I said, okay, well, we'll do it again later. So we had other stuff to do. So we did all this other stuff. Um, and then we went back and we got uh, fast passes again because what happened was on the way to Disney, they shut down the ride. So they gave us fast passes to use. Something happened where we were able to use it, go in, we use our fast pass, and we still had a fast pass allowed for it to to use for Barnstormer. That's the best when you're running late mm-hmm. and they basically give you a free fast pass. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we used it twice on Barnstormer. We waited till we did everything else, so we did it again. And we we stopped before the ride and I was like, Do you want to ride it? And she was she was like, No. We're like, Oh, okay. And I was like, well, let's let me have her actually watch the the ride because we were just pulling up and see after she sees it go, she likes it. And we sit there we're like, oh, here's the ride again. And it goes past. And I go, do you want to ride it? She goes, yeah. And I go, OK, let's do it. So we go to ride it and same face, terrified face, like so fast. But as soon as we get off, she's like, again, one more time. Let's again, <laughs> one more time. And she's like super happy. So I think she loves it. But for some reason, the face of terror is on when she rides it. So we'll find out when we go again with uh, Joe and she rides it with her, uh, with his uh, son. Mm-hmm. She really did. I like can't it. wait to go. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good day. It was rainy. Mm-hmm. It rained some part of the day, but where'd you guys eat at? Up. Uh, well, we had our chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. At that place by, uh, Liberty Square. Is it called. still blocked off? It's still blocked off right on the left side of the castle. And they got, they have construction around the seating by Liberty Square. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. We were going yeah. to go there, but the seating was blocked. So off. we have, I have this tray of food and we were like, let's go walk over Liberty Square and sit down. And we walk over, there's nothing. And we're like, what are we going to do? So we're trying to figure out where to sit and eat, you know, and we end up having to sit on like some, you know, by some uh, plants and stuff, just like that little area you can just sit. That's not really a real sitting area. Yeah. And we had to sit there and there was a bird that was constantly trying to get my I would have tried, uh, what is the restaurant that's right in front of Tomorrowland? It's like by Stitch's Great Escape. No, it's actually, about, it's actually in front of Monsters, I guess. You're talking about the, the restaurant, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Talk, talking yeah. about uh, the, the one like, that's like by the castle? You're talking about the other one that's like in the middle by the, by the people mover? Yeah, people mover. Oh, the Astro mm-hmm. Orbiter. There's like a, there's kind of. Well, no, it's by uh, Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. It has an inside. There's an inside we, area. We've eaten there before, right? I, don't know if we I there. think that's where they do the, the dessert. Yeah, with the, the fireworks yes. or whatever. Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, no, yeah, there's I'm not sure. I'm not always sure. open seats in there. I know, but we were, we had our food. We'd already walked to Liberty Square. Yeah, they're on the other we're side. We're just like, yeah. let's just sit down and eat. We were okay. hungry. Yeah, because since you already, but if yeah. you would have went there and went the other way, right? I was like, I was thinking we're gonna go over to even even further to the space. Uh, not the space one, but the restaurant on the right side of right before you get right when you go into the park, you're looking at the castle and you go to the right. There's that restaurant before you go over to Monsters, Inc. Yeah, so that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's yeah. where we okay. eaten before. Yeah. Yes. That's where they have the picture wall over there. I think that everyone takes pictures. Yeah. The mural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing that, but she was like, let's go to the square. And then we already walked over there and we're like, okay. Should have went to one of our favorite places to go to because usually I would say we. We pack our lunches. We eat one lunch from mm-hmm. home, and then we eat one lunch on property somewhere, or uh, dinner or something, or one meal on property. It can be breakfast, could be dinner, mm-hmm. you know. 
And the place where we usually like to go is outside Small World. It was actually kind of by Liberty Square. If you went outside Liberty Square, mm-hmm. taking a right and go where like Haunted Mansion is, mm-hmm. there's like a little place out there. It's like the restrooms are over there. Uh, it's by Tangled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. There's like a little place mm-hmm. and it has like pl- uh, a place to charge your battery, like your phones and stuff like that. And there's like a water fountain uh-huh. and it's undercover. There's a bunch of trees. That's where uh, we like to go eat lunch sometimes. Oh, okay. You know what is another good place? It's Pecos Bill. Oh, Because if Pecos you bring your own food and you need any condiments, you just walk wait, up wait, to the... You can go in there with food? I've done it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, see, I thought of that, and I there's was like, no there's one no standing way at the door. allow you to come in with other food. Why not? I don't know, because that place is usually busy. Maybe they're checking that out. But that if, place is a lot bigger than you think, too. Oh, yeah. You can go upstairs. They have a back room oh, you don't yeah. even know about. Yeah. Well, if there's going to be people sitting there on their phones that already finished eating and are just sitting there, mm-hmm. you can bring and like bring yeah. it up. Yeah, they, I should have done that. It was only like right there. And then you got free but, condiments. At one point, they had guacamole there. Yes, yes. they did. And, and I mean, it was just there. You can just take guacamole. And they had been losing their butt <laughs> oh on that thing. We were sitting, we were going into Magic Kingdom one time and we're like, oh, today we're going to eat a Pecos Bill. We're going to eat that guacamole or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. right? And one of the cast members is sitting there and he goes, they got rid of that guacamole. And we were like, <laughs> what? I texted you. You texted me? Too? Yeah, I texted you. You were there, and I'm like, hey, just FYI, they got rid of the guacamole because we were supposed to meet up at Pecos Bill. I think that we were like talking about it or something like that, and one of the cast members was like really disappointed about it. His memory is. He, he was like, read your text. No, it was a it was a cast member too. A cast member, I promise, you came up to me. He was like, oh, it's well, terrible. the day we were supposed like, to meet, and you're like, oh, hey, we got held up, and I'm like, well, we're going ahead and go there. That's when I text you because mm-hmm. I was disappointed. I you love could Pecos. make Pecos your own like, little salad. For free. Yeah. Pecos Bill is good. That's one of my favorite places yeah, in the Magic good. Game. That's what we're going to have to go talk about. You know, it's disappointing though, is they did away with our 10% annual pass discount. It's like 20% now, isn't it? Oh, t- no, it's gone. At Pecos Bill overall? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that does stink. Yeah. 2018 was the last year. That's the his on the flight of passage. If we made any mistakes or you want to add any tidbits about the flight of passage, please do so on Facebook, Instagram, and, or Twitter at DizHis65. Share your memories. Why is the flight of passage special to you? Do we miss any hidden Mickeys? Let us know. Links to the social media accounts are in the show notes. Please support us by following us, liking us, sharing us, and reviewing us. Please subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Check out our Patreon and join the Goof Troop. You can support us and earn some cool rewards. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and search for Diz His, D-I-Z-H-I-Z. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.